You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, back here on the happy hour on a Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're staying dry. The weather sucks. Yeah, it does. Say it, Rico. Thomas. The weather sucks. I actually don't mind it because my AC is still broken. So. Oh, that's true. And we're inside. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't affect me. 402-464-5685. Greg and Lincoln asks, is Tyler Palmer still a Husker? Unfortunately not. He just entered the portal. So he is not a Husker. We got him. All right, let's go to the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Where we're joined by Chris Bazinet of Lincoln Journal Star. What's up, Baz? How's it going? What's up, fellas? How are we doing today? Good. Um, a little bit of news out of Husker baseball. Uh, a lot of guys are into the portal. I mean, what's this mean for Nebraska? Because they're all pretty experienced guys. I mean, should should Husker fans be worried for for next year? No, no, they shouldn't. I, I think this was something that was that was pretty clearly on the way. Um, and and Will Bowl, while he didn't. Specifically, say it after the game Saturday. He said they're going to take a hard look at everything in their program, and that included roster management, and recruiting, and mm-hmm. it doesn't take a math major to figure out that Nebraska's got a now a 17-player recruiting class coming in in the fall, and you can only carry 40 players on your roster. And so the math says guys are going to be leaving, and and we saw kind of the first big wave of that today. So, now yeah, not necessarily a huge surprise to see these guys on the way out, and won't be a surprise to probably see a few more on the way out here over the next days and weeks. I guess so. How important is it, though? I mean, to have leadership on on a baseball program. I know that's kind of a generalized question and things like that, but we we kind of undervalued the importance of having all those super seniors two years ago. And then now this year, I mean, we, we kind of that was kind of one of the discussion points was maybe Griffin Everett and some of those guys maybe didn't understand necessarily the, the value of leadership. I mean, how important is it to have some of those those older guys really know the under and the value of leadership, if that makes sense? Yeah, no, it's 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 just as valuable as it is in any other sport. And all you have to do is look at Nebraska's baseball team from 2021 and look mm-hmm. at the guys, look at the seniors, the leaders on that roster that weren't on the roster this year. You know, guys like. You know, Jackson Hallmark, Joe Acker, Spencer Schwellenbach, Cade Povich, guys that that had huge roles on that team, both on on the field and were were kind of butt kickers off the field in the locker room, and kind of kept everybody pulling in the same direction, and and kind of gave the team that edge and that 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 maybe a little bit of extra that they needed to get over the top last year. And and look, that's not to say. You know that that Nebraska's guys this year, Griffin Everett, and and some others weren't weren't good leaders. I'm yeah. not saying that at all, but at the same time, it's just a different personality. And, and those those guys last year just kind of had that had that fire, had that personality about them, and, and that team followed followed those guys as lead. And so, yeah, it's 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 hugely important. You you've got to be right in the locker room uh, if you're going to do anything on the field, and and that's true of baseball. That's true of Volleyball, football, basketball—it doesn't matter. It's, it's got to be right in the locker room. It's got to be right on the field. And and I don't know that it was ever just totally right in the locker room for that yeah. team this season. We're speaking to Chris Bazinet, Lincoln Journal Star here. Um, when you look at Nebraska baseball, I know one of the talking points, and this is kind of off topic, is kind of improvements to Haymarket Park. Where are we at? Because that was a big talking point after they, they won the Big Ten title last year, and. And, and everything kind of seemed to be looking up. I mean, where are we at in kind of improvements to Haymarket Park um, for, for Will Bolt and them? Yeah, I, I think it's coming eventually. There There isn't a specific timeline. 
right now. And, and Trev Alberts, the athletic director has been open about that and open about the fact that Haymarket park does need some, some upgrades, some improvements, some refurbishing, whatever you want to call it. They, it it's, it's a 20 year old ballpark and it looks like a 20 year old ballpark that hasn't had any updates to it uh, since it opened. So it's, it's coming at some point, you know, there's, there's obviously some complicating factors there. They're Nebraska's trying to get the, the new, football facility build you're you're still coming out of the pandemic you know what what is what are budgets going to look like going forward but it's those changes are coming what exactly those changes will be remains to be seen i think certainly you're going to see some 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 student athlete type stuff uh pop up out there and, and maybe some improvements to, to the to the park itself as well but the, the kind of timeline run for that i don't think that's really been decided yet we're joined by Chris Bazinetta, the Lincoln Journal star. One, one last baseball one before we transition to football. I mean, how big are the decisions uh, of Griffin Everett and, and a guy like Efry that, that could leave but also could come back? Um, because they, they both can come back. Some of those guys, Kyle Perry is included in that. I mean, how big are those decisions now with the loss of a couple transfers that were two and three two and three year guys despite the big recruiting class coming in? Yeah, they're they're huge because again, you you have a you have a certain number you have to hit roster limit wise yeah. for next season, and so at, at the end of the day, it becomes a numbers game. Now we don't know who may or may not be on the program, you know, a week from now, a day from now, a month from now. I, I think a lot of that will come out, like as I said, in the coming days and weeks, and a lot of those a lot of the guys that depart may not be those seniors, and maybe that makes that decision a little easier. But at the end of the day. You got to be down to a forty-man roster uh, for the season next year. So, it, at the end of the day, those guys are going to have to make a decision. They're going to have to make a tough decision. There's no doubt about that because you look at that group, and there's not really, there's probably not a, a surefire, you know, major leaguer in that group that says, you know what, if I leave, I'm going to go get drafted uh, this summer. I just don't know if there's a guy in that group. So, yeah, we'll see. the The decisions are, are hugely important. You know, I. Speaking for Kyle Perry specifically, that's maybe one of the guys you look at as a leader on this team or one of those guys that, that has that fire. So his decision looms large, and obviously a guy like Griffin Everett, too, who played a lot of baseball for you this year, too. So, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to watch how that kind of all plays out here over the coming weeks and months. This one just came to my mind, and maybe I'm way off in thinking about this or even bringing up this topic because they're, I mean, just a year removed from winning a Big Ten title. But, I mean, how quick of a – how do you feel like Will Bolt is on making coaching staff changes? Like, should we would we be surprised to see changes after a down year as as bad of a year as they had? I mean, or are we still a couple years away from even having to think about that? I, I would be shocked if there yeah. was any type of coaching change uh, this year. It's this. I mean, let's let's think about the first three years for Will Bolt in this program. Twenty twenty. Ended after 15 games because of COVID. 2021 wasn't a full season. You just played a Big Ten only schedule. This was really the first full year this coaching staff has had with this team, and it's finally started to get back to normal. You know, in recruiting, we were able to go out and meet guys in person, watch them in person, get get an evaluation in person, rather than you know doing Zoom calls and things like that. So, yeah, it, it would be a in my mind an absolutely stunning move if if there were any changes to the coaching staff this year and i think that's a that's a long 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 yeah. way down the road if it ever does happen yeah I, I think i would agree as well will bolt just doesn't seem like the guy that would pull the plug quick i suppose um guys are you worried that you're losing your hair do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you maybe you're thinking it's cool i'll shave it or i'll just wear a hat from now on or maybe even i'll just break the bank to get plugs but before you shave hide or replace 
your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to row.co slash regrow. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. We're joined by Chris Baznet of the Lincoln Journal Star here. Okay, switching over to football. Nebraska, it seems like there's a little more excitement around the program than there has been um, the last couple months. I mean, they get the addition of of Stephon Wynn Jr. a couple days ago, now Marcus Washington. But sticking back with the, the defensive line as a whole, I mean, how has your thoughts on, on that group, the defensive line group, shifted in the last couple months with the additions of Devin Drew and, and now Stephon Wynn Jr.? Yeah, I, I think I'm not. I'm probably not alone in saying I feel a lot better about it now than I probably did a month ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that because Nebraska, that was probably the biggest area of need on the football program. Again, just from a number standpoint, they needed bodies there. And from what you lost from last year and and guys going into the portal after the season this year, they, they needed bodies and, and they needed multiple bodies and multiple guys that could come in and play right away. And, and it's not like you can just go into the portal – and just say, you know what, I'm going to take him, 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 and him. It's 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 not that easy. There just aren't a lot of those guys out there. And, and you look at what Nebraska's done. You know, you, you bring in O'Shawn Mathis, you bring in Stephen Wynn, you bring in Devin Drew. you got three quality-proven guys out of the portal that are probably going to come in and play a lot of football for you. Maybe all three start for you uh, in that first game in the, August, in the uh, end of August. That, that remains to be seen. But, yeah, I think Nebraska – if you ask them, they'd tell you they they feel really good about where they're at right now. Is, is, it, is it ideal and is it perfect? Yeah, maybe, maybe not, but it sure is a heck of a lot better than it was a month ago right now. Chris, how wrong is it for us to, to kind of pencil in Marcus Washington as a, as a major contributor in the receiver room given his experience and, and time with Casey Thompson? Yeah, it's, I think it's probably a little premature right now. Uh, you're talking about a guy that was, I think, sixth on the team in catches at Texas last year, playing playing with the same quarterback. So I, to expect him to just walk in here and, and become a starter day one, I think that's a little presumptuous, and, and especially with a couple of the guys Nebraska's added at that position uh, as well, Trey Palmer being the obvious one that comes to mind. So, yeah, w- could he end up starting? Absolutely, he could. You don't go out and get these guys out of the portal if you don't think they're going to contribute. Does that mean that he's coming in and he's going to be on the field for the first snap against Northwestern? I don't know. That remains to be seen. He's obviously got to get integrated with his teammates. He's got to pick up the playbook, go through the summer workouts, the fall camp, all that stuff. It's a long, long way from being decided whether whether a guy like Marcus Washington will be a starter or not, but certainly Nebraska didn't bring him in just to sit on the bench. Nebraska's kind of made a living out of the transfer portal this off season. Is that something that we might be expecting from this coaching staff going forward? <laughs> well, it depends on if this coaching staff is here going forward. Let's be frank about it. They, this <laughs> yeah. coaching staff had to make some pretty dramatic changes. It's, it's an enormous year for Scott Frost and that's no secret. And Trev Alberts has made sure that's not a secret. The, the, the contract got restructured for a reason. Uh, Scott Frost needs to win more games, and he'd tell you that too. So I think a lot of what you've seen 
has been because Nebraska needs guys that they can plug in and play right away and that they think can give this team a jump. Now, are they going to go out and get 15-plus portal guys every year? Probably not, because if you're doing that, that means you're not doing a very good job of recruiting high school talent. Yeah. And, you know, the, the portal is what it is. It's going to become a major player for every team uh, in recruiting. It already has for most teams in recruiting, so you're, you're going to see more guys come out of it just because of that. But at the same time, Nebraska taking 15 guys out of there right now probably tells you that this coaching staff is, is looking for a way to flip this thing fast. All right, Bass, a couple more before we let you go here. Um, what what position group on, on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, into account in, the, in this answer, do you feel the greatest about? Oh, boy, that's a great question. You know, defense it's it's probably the the linebackers because you've got some okay. you've got some experience there with Luke Reimer and and Nick Henrich and you're you're going to add a couple new pieces to that but i i think you you're you're talking about guys that they're young yes but they've played a lot of football and they made a lot of plays for you so i i think you could you could probably pick between the linebackers and the defensive secondary on that one but i'll but i'll take the linebackers just because i think they'll they'll probably be a little less turnover there offense man i it's it's tough to tell. I think you almost have to go quarterback, right? Because wow. yes, you lose Adrian Martinez, but you're bringing in a guy that, that led the Big Twelve in touchdown, or was a was a was a Big Twelve passing leader last year and played at a big time university. You kind of have a proven commodity in Casey Thompson. Now, whether that translates to the Big Ten or not, we'll see. Who knows? But you know, I, I just think there's a lot of question marks on that side of the ball. You're going to have a lot of new faces at running back. You're obviously going to have a lot of new faces at receiver. The offensive line was a was a weakness of that team last year. What is that going to look like? Fall, uh, you know, we just don't know. So maybe maybe tight ends. The other place you you look at it, who knows what that's going to look like with injuries and everything else that happens. So yeah, it's it, it's tough to to say. I feel great about any one position on that side right now. But if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick quarterback just because you got a proven guy there. Yeah, we're talking to Chris Baznet, Lincoln Journal Star here. Last one um, before we let you go. They're over the scholarship limit by by a couple. I think. By my calculations, three. Um, they're sitting at eighty-eight scholarships. I, th- I believe so. I, I mean, where where should we expect some attrition? I mean, do you have a couple guys in mind that may move on from the program? No, no I, I don't. I don't think I don't have anybody specific yeah. right now. And you, and you hate to guess on something like that because because those are those are tough decisions, right? It's exactly. decisions that affect 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 guys' lives, affect their their careers, and. And things like that. So I so I hate to speculate on, on who specifically it might be. Yeah, you know, you can probably start digging through the roster and looking at the numbers at different position groups and maybe maybe make some educated guesses as to what it might be. But at the end of the day, those decisions may not even be made yet or may not certainly aren't certainly aren't public yet. So yeah, they, they obviously have some work to do to get back down to the eighty five. They may not be done adding guys yet either. They, they may they may add another person or two to the, wow. to this roster before it's all said and done. So we could be a ways away from seeing what it looks like, but yeah, certainly there's there's going to be some guys that are going to have to have some hard decisions to make here in the near future. All right, Baz, this is a very important question. I need you to think about this one very hard. Okay. Would you rather have balloons back or steak on a stick? Steak on a stick. I don't even have great to think choice. About that. Come Thank on. You. Thank you. Great choice. All right, Baz. Why are, why are so many grown adults mad that they can't play with balloons? I Thank don't you. Know. Thank you. That's such a such a good take. That's the best take, best answer you've had all day. <laughs> wow! Thank you. No, great. If we can get steak on a stick, I'm I'm hoping that that me and you can share. Well, not share steak on a stick. I'm on my own. You but, are. Uh, we need to end this phone call immediately. We can get another hand. <laughs> All right, Baz. Appreciate the time as always. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the time. That is Chris Baznet, Lincoln Journal Star. Um, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting one. I, maybe I should have the dump button over here just in case you. Yeah.
It we're not going to share because I want my own steak. But you guys can I hope, share one. I hope we can you guys have, have we sit can, next to each other. Yeah, we can eat steak on a stick together. But not With, the same one. On the same. Separate Different ones. sticks. Yes. Different steaks. <laughs> different steaks on different sticks. Yes. That. Okay, perfect. That's very hard to word. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope we can enjoy woo. food together. Yeah. <laughs> but separate. But separate. All right. Let's go ahead and take a break. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap up Wednesday's show coming up next. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.